Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show that continues to be all about our current world and continues to be about everything that is within it. Uh, my name is Piers Paul. I'm here in the UK telling you the UK side of things and sharing the US side of things is the wonderful Felicia Jones. Um, I'm completely exhausted. I didn't <laughs> think when we started this show that it could get any worse than what we have already seen. But um, I guess the planet said, hold my beer. And there, here we go. Oh, it's, boy. Like we've, it's like we've chosen to document um, the degradation <laughs> of society in real time. Uh, you know, and we try, you know, so we're going to pause our love letters to the kids uh, because, you know, we were trying to get out of some of the, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's negative or just too much reality content, yeah. uh, but reality is kicking our butts right now. So the love letter to the kids is like, just go hide, go hide in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I thought you said just, just get high. And I was like, yeah, do that. Just no, do- yeah. Well, that could work. I said hide, but you can get high. This might be the only <laughs> the, way yeah. that you can get through this. At this point. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, there's only really a couple of things to talk about. Um, Where do we even start? Let's let's start with what is the obvious thing that's been happening um, since the last episode came out. Let's talk about the Supreme Court and everything that's been going on there. What's so, been going on, Paul? Everything's great over here. Well, I'm only seeing it from this side. Um, <laughs> it's you know it, big big news here. Obviously, Glastonbury's happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like all the artists, are like "fuck you" and all this. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw. <laughs> which is which is great. I'm sure they're watching Glastonbury coverage. Of course they are. <laughs> yes, they don't even but, know where that is. But okay. no, of course they don't. Of course they don't. But um, so let's let's just start with the Supreme court and the ruling that they made give us a quick summary and then let's talk about what that means what's happening what the future holds um in the 70s there was a challenge to um having the choice to have an abortion roe versus wade uh the supreme court said it is under the rights of privacy which is under the 14th amendment here in the united states that you basically the government can't get in the way of your uh, your, your your life, happiness, and property type thing. So that has been interpreted as the right to privacy. That has been in place for a long time. This version of SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, is a little bit more, um, they call them activist judges. And they have said, nope, never mind. And the reason why they have overturned Roe versus Wade is because there was a case out of Mississippi that challenged the abortion laws Um, in Mississippi um, last year. So if you have been keeping up quite a few, there was like a collective of a collective strategy to put abortion laws through uh, most states. And basically Mississippi one got, got all the way up to the Supreme court and they overturned Roe versus Wade, meaning um, it's not that it's banned. They've all, the decisions go back to the state. So if you've ever keep up with the United States, it is either uh, is states' rights versus federal rights. And so now the states can decide um, how they want to handle abortion cases. And um, quite a few states <laughs> have, uh, they have, they have a lot of laws against abortion. So I just want to put this in context for those of us non-US bods. Okay. Um, 
the way I equate this when I'm, we're talking about state versus federal, this is a bit like what the EU wants to be or wanted to be or is mm. or was or, or whatever, where you've got member states, i.e. the UK, France, Germany, whatever, mm-hmm. having their own laws, but that some of the laws would be superseded or overruled by EU level yeah. laws. And that's kind of sort of the same thing, right? I, th- I think so. Yeah. Depending on how they do things. But yeah, basically, um, we just, we will, you know, cause we have a constitution here in the United States. So they make sure, um, things, you know, don't override the constitution or laws that were in place by Congress. Right. So states cannot go against what the federal does and, um, and federal will only over, will only come in when you don't behave properly. So imagine in the EU that there was a, an EU-wide ban on, sorry, an EU-wide um, uh, ban on prohibiting abortion. Mm-hmm. Poland would say, extremely Catholic country, and, and actually bans abortion, would be like, uh, no, let's all fight this and and therefore it's up to the individual member states to, to yeah. decide. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... So at this time, Roe versus Wade has been re-reviewed and has been overturned, and it is kicked back to the individual states to decide what women can do with their vaginas. Okay, so yeah. I, so it's, it's sort of important, I think, to, as you said, remind people it's not necessarily that it is banned. Some states it will be, some states it will be restricted and other states it very much will will not. So yes. ex- accepting that there is going to be difference and I think accepting that now it immediately makes abortion much more difficult in those places where it will be heavily restricted. Yes. The, the impact on women in those states is huge because it's more difficult to get an abortion, but mm-hmm. also more expensive because they're well, having to yes. travel three, four hours out of state, which if you you can know, is not, if you can, if you can travel. Yeah, exactly. Um, can, can, so in terms of the reaction, let's start with the reaction over there first. What's, what's happening reaction wise, apart from everyone saying fuck you and all this I kind mean, of stuff. I mean, you do have the people who are, who are happy about this, um, yeah. mainly a lot of, yeah, a lot of people are happy um, about this, but it seems like there are even more people who are unhappy. And the unhappy ranges from, you know, you, you we have governments that can decide what what the rights of women are and health care, you know, how we can do reproductive health care. And then you have other people who are kind of like, okay, if they're willing to go for this, what else are they willing to go for? So I'm kind of in that boat of like, okay, this is going to be interesting because they have introduced other uh, laws or other rulings that they are open to overturning. Um, And then the other thing is just scrambling. Uh, There are a lot of states who instantly put in trigger laws, meaning the... um, the abortion bans instantly went into place last week when they overturned this. Also, other laws that would um, kind of mess with um, uh, birth control. And there are some states who want to 
ban you from going to another state or they want to criminalize you for going to a different state for having an abortion. And then we have the criminal charges. So basically if a woman does have an abortion, basically you go to jail longer than a pedophile. Um, This, 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 I can't get my head around. I'll be honest. So (laughs) in terms of leaving the state to get an abortion, how Mm -hmm. is, is that, is that something that there's precedence for in, in other things, you know, if you leave the state to do X. No, no. no. That, and okay. that's the thing. This is, this is so new. So that's why people are like, you guys are overstepping so much um, with what you're trying to do and what you're trying to control. And then we also have a couple of States um, like Texas that have, um, I forget the exact name, but basically they have um, reward systems that you can report your neighbors or people for having an abortion. Wow. So, so this is, this is, so is, is there's so many domino effects of this, that it is that I know a lot of people aren't paying attention to, but it's just, it's just massively crazy as to what, what all of this means. How is it going to be, um, how are people going to be prosecuted? Um, and then now we've given the police, I mean, cause the police are the ones who get called on these things. Um, and, you know, we already have a very interesting relationship with the police, some communities. So people don't see this going down very well at all. And um, and we're also having the discussions on what's a miscarriage, what's a stillborn. Um, Texas actually uh, started trying to prosecute a woman for having a miscarriage. And we're seeing a lot of a lot of women who are having issues getting care for having a miscarriage. So, which causes other medical problems. So, how how can someone be prosecuted for having a miscarriage? Is there a, a general but, misunderstanding of what a miscarriage is, or is it is well, it that we're going to just assume that if you miscarried, you caused the miscarriage? Uh, yes, that's how some people are kind of looking at it. If you miscarried, it is because what needs to happen in order to rid the body of of the miscarried fetus it's the it it turns into an abortion so that's where we're in the you know uh the the language on paperwork and stuff like that is called like some type a version of an abortion because they have to go in and remove the fetus from the body um and 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 also what's happening is that doctors can lose their license and hospitals can get in trouble and get fined. So you know how businesses are. We are in the, okay, let's talk this through. So what's happening is that a lot of women who are having to deal with miscarriages, you basically you get the third degree as to, is this an abortion? Are you trying to do this on purpose? Um, are you really miscarried? You know, that is, is that yeah. type of thing. So um, it's, it's I, yeah, it's fascinating what's going on. I, I read a story, um, and I, I feel like I, I feel like it would be very easy to accept everything that you see or read on the internet, and I genuinely yeah. don't know what's true and what's what's not because, um, and I'm sort of playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, but imagine that you were pro-life. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, no, hang on. Imagine you were pro-choice. Mm-hmm. it would be relatively straightforward to craft a story about something that happened when it didn't, right? Yeah. In the same oh, yes. way that yes. the opposite is is true. So I read a story today about how a woman um, who was having an ect- ectopic pregnancy mm-hmm. was at the hospital 
or the doctors or wherever she was um, at the time when the judgment passed and the medical people could not treat her and ha- and spent nine hours talking to lawyers as to what to do and what, what they could or couldn't do. Does that sound like something that could have happened? Um, actually, that's happened quite a few times at uh, quite a few hospitals is that they've gotten the lawyers involved to to make sure that they don't get in trouble. The hospital, the doctors don't get yeah. in trouble. Um, I, I don't know about that particular story because like you said, some of these things can be made up, but um, there have been reports on just the news here where people have had to, what, let's pause and let's go talk to the lawyers to see what we can and cannot do uh, because doctors don't want necessarily go against what their hospitals do. Um, and then we do have things here, you know, like we have Catholic hospitals, like you cannot get that type of care at a Catholic hospital. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't know that there were oh, no, specific yeah, yeah. hospitals, I guess, because it's all private, right? So you yeah, we have like, we have Baptist hospitals, Methodist hospitals, private hospitals, uh, that type of thing. So you have Catholic hospitals. So now um, you have to just be a lot more aware of where you go to have your children. Yeah. Or where yeah. you go to get care, um, because ha- Catholic hospitals have been like this for a while, whereas Jewish hospitals are not, because that's in in their tenant that if a mom is harmed, that an abortion is allowed, or or if a mom is in is harmed or or in harm, um, an mm. abortion is allowed. So uh, so now we do have um, some of the Jewish groups who are fighting, saying that this is against uh, religious freedom. So those types of things. So. Am I right in thinking that in terms of the Supreme Court and the makeup, so it's mm-hmm. obviously, is it like six to three in terms yes. of balance towards the right wing yeah. um, side of things? Mm-hmm. Are, are, are all of those six Christian? Is it yes. a Christian Catholics. thing? Catholics. They're all Catholics? Yes. I think except for Clarence Thomas, but Catholics. Right. Okay. That makes and... that that makes a difference, it seems. <laughs> And and that and I watched a video um, earlier of the presidential debate in 2016 between Trump and, and Clinton, one of them, mm-hmm. where he said he was going to basically put it that that way. I mean, he did what he said he was going to do, right? Yeah, I mean, he did. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's I think yeah, six of the people on the court are Catholic. So it seems very difficult to to change that given the age of a lot of those those six people. No, they people. put in under Trump. Um, let's see, Clarence Thomas is the oldest at seventy. Trump got in some younger people, and Amy Comey Barrett is like forty seven. And so these are lifetime appointments, and this is just the strategy of of being a president. And like some people are saying, Ruth Gator. Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired when Obama was un, in office so that he can put in some a, de- a Democrat leaning president. Mm. So we already do have one um, justice who will retire under Biden. So and everything is in favor for the Democrats to put somebody in. So that's what the plan is going to be over the next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've, you've, you've got to really, you've got to take the opportunity. Okay. I want to talk about the reaction yeah. then in terms of how people have then reacted to it. <laughs> Obviously we've got the, the outrage from, oh, from yeah. women, very understandable. Um, plenty of men as well. Um, 
but you were saying to me that you've you've seen people have almost like a, a, a revelation as to what's happening. You know, the reaction has been interesting. Um, unfortunately, I will say um, I, some of the poor reactions have come from men. Because uh, <laughs> uh, what I have learned is that people don't understand how sex works. Uh, and people <laughs> don't understand how sex works for women, you know, because a lot of people are saying, well, just close your legs. If you don't want to have an abortion, don't have sex. And it's like, okay, there's some people who don't have a choice in that, but I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, some people are like, just use condoms. And uh, of course you see the battle back and there was like, so some of you need to go talk to your male brethren about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to talk to some of your homeboys about why they don't like using condoms. And uh, then you, of course you have the birth control, like just use birth control, but that's actually probably going to be, um, th- that's going to be battle probably next because okay. birth control is right up there with um with with the abortion thing. Well, uh, I want to people... I want to come on to what's mm-hmm. next. So yeah. so so people have been um yeah, so so men not reacting <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> what else have you seen? Oh, one thing I heard I saw was um a video clip of someone saying that um uh women should just control when men ejaculate inside them. Yes, that was from a Utah lawmaker. Okay. She, uh, she is a <laughs> House of Representatives person. I don't know her name because it's not worth saying, but she was definitely serious in that women have the power to control when and how men ejaculate inside of them. And so it is on us to control that. Uh, we've also seen another Illinois lawmaker, um, a House of Representatives out of out of Illinois, who has said this was, you know, she has thanked everybody and thanked SCOTUS because uh, for for preserving white life. Wow. Uh, um, and she was also someone who got in last year and said, you know, Hitler um, knew what he was doing when he went after the kids. But for what God. we all can say is a lot of people are saying that's not what they meant. Okay. She mm. knew exactly what she was saying, but this and, and and you do have some people who, me personally, I mean, if we get a little racial here, um, I have thought the abortion issue was all about preserving uh, more white babies. Um, here, more white people have more abortions than other groups of people. And there okay. has always been this thing of we're going to lose white people here in the United States. That has been, I have been in these circles where people have been like really concerned about this. And uh, this is one way, I guess, to go after that. Um, now, this is just me and my conspiracy theory, but that seems to be for some to be where they are going with preserving the life of more white people here in this country. I mean, that's quite a claim. Um, it, it is quite a claim, but it seems on brand. <laughs> yeah, it seems logical. So, so, so what's, what's next then? What's next what are you seeing as this being a precedent for? Well, <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. So Clarence Thomas kind of gave the signal to go after uh, same-sex relationships, same-sex marriage, and um, birth control, which were all ruled under this thing called the right to privacy. And if any of you ever want to get deep into the 14th Amendment, because I, you know, I did my one day of study, so I'm an expert now. <laughs> uh, but the 14th Amendment has that clause of life, liberty, and property that no one should get in the way of your life, liberty, or property. 
And that has been interpreted by previous courts as the right to privacy. So, uh, so abortion, uh, birth control, same-sex marriage, same-sex relationships have all been ruled under that. And that's where a lot of people are thinking this is going to be the next battle. It's hard to say which one is going to come first. The same-sex marriage is going to be a little tricky because they kind of ruled it under right to privacy and equal um, and equal um, equal rights. And that mm -hmm. is what um, interracial marriage was ruled under back in the day under equal rights. Um, but I think birth control, if I had to guess, birth control is going to be next. Um, and then there's going to be something around um, gay marriage. And I think that's going to be the brutal one, because um, what we also need to kind of go back and pay attention to is that a lot of the Republicans have switched. They have allowed to be infiltrated by um, Christian nationalists mm. and some who lean a little bit on the white nationalist side. So this is where a lot of this has been going. This has been um, a very patient thing that they have been battling for years. Um, and that is secularism. So all these things, these these things aren't just out of the blue. They've been planning, being patient, putting the right people in the right places, making sure kids go to school. Um, and um, so we're probably going to see more of that. So wherever you see where Christian nationalists or people who are very evangelical and where they lean, that's probably where a lot of these um, laws will, will start um, battling on the social um, side and they're, they're just going to take their time they're going to do the they've things already that they taken need their to time do. <laughs> they've well, already they taken their time <laughs> but 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 they'll take as much time as they need it seems they yeah. like you say they have the they have the patience it, the the more um liberal if i can put it that way yeah uh, members of, of society i sort of feel tend to react strongly and not impulsively but you know this is outrageous and let's do something about it. And there's an urgency there. Whereas it seems like the, the yeah, right. That's not going well. <laughs> yeah. But the right are kind of like, mm, okay, we'll just well, wait. Well, it's like wait. somebody who had a plan and somebody who's reacting to the plan. And a lot of people are thinking this is going to go not so well. Some people are still thinking the law is on our side. I think some folks have just given up. Uh, what has happened with the Democrats is that you have younger Democrats who are calling out older ones and saying, you know what, you guys caused this problem. And uh, they were using it as a marketing ploy to get money. So this is how uh, the last few days people got emails saying, give us $6, let's battle this. And so the young kids have been like, screw you. You told me to go vote. I did. You did nothing. And I think we're having some generational issues because a lot of these older people in, they're all buddies. It doesn't matter. They're Democrat, mm. Republican, they're all buddies. And, you know, you have that secret handshake. We're going to try to be civil with each other. And to some degree, I feel like some of the older Democrats are still trying to be civil and their friends have gotten petty. And the problem I've learned when, when you have a friend who goes petty and you don't go petty too, you get screwed. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's happening. And um, this, to me, it seems like this will be a rallying around Republicans because they have a single focus, single message um, mm -hmm. that, it, that doesn't waver, whereas the Democrats over the years have tried to take on everybody's message and, um, and the young kids just aren't having it. So um, 
we are in an election season. Uh, who knows what it's going to look like? And then, of course, um, 45, that guy has to said he's going to run again. Oh, has he said that? Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets back in office. So uh, it's, it's going to be a very tense couple of years because we're going to start seeing the presidential election people come up. And then we have his um, mini-me's who are the, probably the worst versions of him who are going to mm. run as well. Uh, so it's literally sit back, probably do hide or get high and ride this out because um, I, we really don't know. I mean, I mean it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I feel like we're going to have to just ride this out. Now, one of the other things that's coming through that that might have more implications is that the justices, so they only rule like twice a year. And so this is the season where they're doing it. There's another case go going in um, West Virginia versus the EPA, and that is the Environmental Protection Agency. Basically, they're claiming that the EPA has overstepped, and if they rule in favor of this, th it could, one, have environmental impact uh, on everybody, because um, what we have to remember with people who battle the EPA are mainly businesses, and, mm -hmm. you know, because they don't want to clean up, you know, throwing crap in the water and you dying. You know, that's your problem. Uh, so it will go back to the states. And, you know, some states are broke and want to make money. And um, also it will reach into other federal agencies because they are claiming that basically you guys don't have a law that says these other government agencies can um, legislate us or do regulations. And if they rule in favor of it, we could possibly see where a lot of the government agencies just lost their power to regulate anything. Mm. And the other agencies are basically, you know, Fair Housing Act, Equal Employment, you know, the whole list of, you know, things that, you know, governments do. Do, do you think this is the slope into fascism? Because that's what it sounds like. I, probably. I don't know. I need to go keep reading about fascism again. <laughs> I'm learning all these terms over the last few years. Like, what is yeah. going I, on? But I think I think it's worth, and this is a general message for anyone listening. Really, I think it's worth reading up on what fascism is, yes, and, and what it and what it means because I sort of feel like people will end up there just by not understanding what what they're seeing. You know, I rights just agree. being taken away bit by bit little bits and then all of a sudden there's there's nothing left and you can't do anything about it yeah yeah um, every, every time we do this i tell dustin all right let's sit down and do um vocabulary lessons on what this is um but basically it's like it's just authoritarianism and we've already seen the the first makings of this yeah over the last few years so and it's not and it's not just here and one thing I will say is that United States is definitely an influencer and where United States has gone, some other countries have followed, or at least they've been given like, well, they're doing it too. So we're fine. You know, that type well, of thing. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would say that's, that's definitely the case. One of the things that I've seen quite a bit over the last few days is people saying, look, don't just think that it's, that it's over you know, it's over there. Yeah, <laughs> it can easily happen here. There's a guy called Jason Rees-Mogg. He's a member of the cabinet. Um, he is a, a, a Catholic fundamentalist. You know, he was mm -hmm. interviewed on TV saying, 
you know what plenty of the politicians in the states have said that no he doesn't feel abortion is right even in the case of rape and incest you know and uh you know he's (laughs) on primetime tv saying that you've got um members of the unelected I'll remind you, House of Lords mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, it's a great day for democracy in the US, which I think is just ironic being as is in an unelected chamber. Wow. Uh, but but these what what does happen over there can happen over here. It's interesting yeah. what you're saying about, you know, 45, because um, de Peffel, de Peffel, Boris de Peffel, Alexander de Boris de Peffel, whatever his bloody name is, um, has said this week he wants to be prime minister in the 2030s. And you think, hmm, that's interesting. Well, how is how is that going to happen? Well, it's going to happen by him not paying any attention to what people think yeah. um, about uh, him. Uh, he lost two big by-elections last week uh, for members of parliament who had, well, one had been expelled for watching porn in the chamber <laughs> on his phone. Yeah. The other had been, um, I think, had uh, abused a young boy. Wow. Um, and uh, both were conservatives. They lost those massively, massive swings to to other parties. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, best mates with Zelensky, and so you know, we'll we'll play big boys." Um, mm. But yeah, if you look at what's happening over here in terms of rights being taken away, taken away here, it's not at the the level of abortion yet. But uh, to, today we've seen a uh, a removal of the right to protest in a disruptive way. Um, I mean, it's slow. It's a slow and patient long game. It's slow. You know, I was looking at this, this thing, this bill that they've introduced around protests and, and really it's, it's this thing called, you know, disruptive. It's about disrupting somebody else or other people. And you kind of think, Oh, well, you know, yeah, we don't want the roads being blocked uh, because of insulate Britain, which is a protest Mm -hmm. group about um, uh, insulating homes. Um, but and they don't want you know noisy Black Lives Matter protests. They don't want any of that stuff. But actually, the person that they've arrested today, which I think is probably the the first one of the first person to be arrested, is a guy called Steve Bray, mm-hmm. who since the EU referendum in 2016 has been standing outside Parliament holding a placard and um, shouting "Stop Brexit," <laughs> which you know it's become a little bit of a legend. Um, but they've, they've, you know, that's one of the things that's very inconvenient to the government, him standing there and shouting that, and they've chosen to stop that. And you think that's so small, but as you say, it's those little things where it started and then it develops into something bigger. And then before you know it, you can't protest at all. It's not about being noisy. It's well, that you just can't protest. Well, I, and I also think what I've, what I have learned as an adult with laws is not so much that there's the surface of the good of a law, but then there's the butt side of it. So mm-hmm. one of the laws, um, oh gosh, I think, it, so there's, uh, there was something with the Miranda rights and uh, basically, you know, they don't mean anything um, here. Miranda rights are, you know, when you get arrested and they won't use your words against you, that type of thing. Um, so they passed this law that, uh, or they upheld this law of the SCOTUS that, Basically, if say if you were to get convicted of marijuana and they gave you a 30 year sentence, which is kind of crazy. But let's say over the next 10 years, the sentence, the sentencing has gone down to 10 years. So they had it where you could have your case reevaluated and get your sentence 
sentencing adjusted because it's kind of like it's not fair that you're sitting here for 30 years and new people only get like five years for smoking weed. Mm -hmm. So they did that, but it's like a but is on it that we are still going to look at any other cases or anything else around you while we're doing it. And um, Dustin and I, we actually kind of not an argument. We had a, like a little debate because he was like, well, this is a good thing. I said, I said, but there's a but to it. They're going to take into account everything else that will hinder you. And I said, this is the problem. We got to look at, you know, they're not looking at this one thing. Uh, they're going to look at your entire history. And let's just say if you did go to jail, you got into fights and things like that because you are in jail. Now it's going to be held against you. And he was like, it's a very interesting way of looking at it. And I kind of compared it to the 13th Amendment here in the United States, which is the 13th Amendment says no citizen in the United States shall be enslaved or in um, servitude. Uh, but if you have a criminal case, you are enslaved again. And that's kind of where we keep doing this thing of like, there is no slavery until you catch a charge. And we have to also look at who is going to be affected by all of this the most. Um, so we, you know, we talk about how great the 13th Amendment is for getting rid of slavery and indentured servitude. But if you get a criminal case, you can instantly go back into slavery or you could stay a slave or, or mm. enslaved in the United States. And so we have to look at, OK, who who is going to be on the other side of the butt side? And as we've seen, you know, definitely black people here in the United States um, have been on the butt side. And the other reason, I mean, the United States, we have the highest population of people in prison in the entire world yeah i saw that so we have and so people are like oh we're going back to slavery it's like oh sweetie it never left you just have to <laughs> catch a charge yeah i mean that's really it it's like yeah. literally you catch a charge and it could be anything that is simple like you know you get i mean i mean people go to jail for like protesting all of a sudden you can be enslaved again so mm. Uh, I, I don't know i mean the, these kind of things uh, you have to kind of just pay attention a lot more now i guess but in but who does that because when you're young you're not thinking about this stuff well this this is why i think the reaction to the supreme court uh ruling and other things like that um mm -hmm. is quite interesting because people suddenly wake up you know like when you when you're asleep and um or, or you're falling asleep yeah. right and then you just have that sudden like <gasps> what you get you woke wait. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know exactly how that feels. Yeah, you get woke. Yeah. And, and th there's definitely going to be people this week suddenly realizing what is happening, that we're very blasé about what's happening and not even paying attention and who are now paying attention. But arguably by then it's too late. It, it kind of is because, you know, we've had the, I mean, when we're making money and doing great things and going on vacation, you're not really worried about anything. And though, and those who can live in a privileged state, you don't worry about any of this stuff. Like it doesn't affect you. I mean, I, I told my husband, I was like, gosh, if you are a straight white male right now and you are, you know, middle-class or wealthy, there is no issues for you at the moment. Like there right. are no issues. Yeah. I mean, unless your side piece wants to have a baby, uh, <laughs> yeah. then you're going to have an issue, but you really don't have, well, if you got money, you could fly her out to another state. Uh, yeah. But it's like, you really don't have any issues. And I, I think one, because of the pandemic, more people are paying attention. I have never paid attention to anything uh, the Supreme Court has done for real in my entire life. 
But I think because of gun laws, the mass shootings, we have way too many kids being killed by guns, all of this other stuff that's going on and with the and with social media, it's just all in our face and we and you kind of can't ignore it. And I was telling my husband, his parents are very conservative. Mom is a pastor. And I was like, so how long are we going to keep having um, family dinners and keep pretending <laughs> that nothing's going on? And he yeah. was like, I don't know. I was like, okay. Because uh, we're we're getting to a point where you can't pretend and even businesses can't pretend anymore. Everybody wants to know what side you're on, and which is crazy. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. No. No, I agree. Yeah. But so that's, like it is it is... <laughs> It is the time. It is the time we live in. I mean, people do need to to, to pick a side. Uh, you know, whether you, whether you're a business that needs to do that, I'm not so sure that I'm ready to kind of say that 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 they should. But um, you know, it depends on the situation, I guess. I mean, here, it. I mean, I I think you. I think there are a few that can kind of get away, but I is getting closer and closer. No one can get away without choosing where you are politically as a yeah. business because I, I, it affects everything I, I i would say my observation of what's happening over in the us versus here is that i do see that that's an issue over in the states people wanted to know what does this business think tell me what you think we want to know yeah. tell us that is not that is not the case here people aren't asking those those questions but yeah exactly it might be for now it might be you know, we're, we're well, you a know bit what? behind so so it might be an issue but only for a small group of people that really look into you and i think right. that's the thing there's always been people who will look at your business to see like are you even a business i want to do business yeah 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 to yeah, work yeah, with yeah, but now yeah. it's just so big and 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 with the internet people just find out where you where your campaign dollars have been going who looking at your photos to see who you hang out with so uh yeah <laughs> well, it, 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 it is a thing because I must admit that I was questioning whether or not I should go into a certain store um, the other day <laughs> because I know that they'd written a letter of support for Boris Johnson <laughs> so, or, the, or their CEO had, had written a letter of well, support. I've, I've stopped going to some conferences because I see where, they're, um, where they've been sending their money. And yeah. I've, I've done business just looking at people like, yeah, no, I'm not doing business with you. And it's crazy i don't know i don't know if it, it's it's just we're, we're just in a weird state right now it's interesting it's interesting yeah. look I, I think this is this has got a long time to run and run and run this oh, is going to yeah. keep this is going to keep this show going forever um <laughs> so i'm glad people are we're gonna are be so old paul we're gonna be in our <laughs> 80s <laughs> someone will take us out before then there'll be a point felicia where we will just be seen as the problem so, I, I guess so <laughs> You know, which is which might which might be fine. We might want to go. Yeah, do you know what? Do it. We're out. We're yes. out. Uh, okay. So look, um, let's hope. Well, like I say, it's got a long long time to to run. Let's hope there's not anything too radical in the next seven days because I really would like to get back too to radical. talking about what else. <laughs> I mean, is there anything radical left? I don't know. The the extreme gets further and further, doesn't it? The, so what the EPA you... one will be pretty darn radical if they mm. do what everybody's thinking they're going to do. And do you think that's going to be anytime soon? How soon do you reckon? That's um, they're they're going on vacation. It's funny how they do okay. this stuff before they go on vacation. So they have to do yeah. it before 
the 30th. So that's why oh. everything has been coming out. So last week and this week was the their their decision weeks. So they got to do so this before the 30th of June. Yes. Oh, so it could be literally within the next couple of days. Yeah. So every day they have been um, ruling on things from Miranda rights to gun rights. Uh, some of the other ones are just as crazy, uh, but the Roe versus Wade was the one that took that right. really okay. got in front of everybody. But yeah, so we're thinking maybe today or tomorrow that we'll hear about the EPA one. So we'll see. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to look out for your well-being. Yes, I'll be wearing masks forever. Okay. <laughs> well, stay stay safe. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you too. And yeah, let's let's hope I get to speak to you on the next episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. See ya. See you soon. <laughs> Part of the Like Mind Media Network.